and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Adam Sandbox. I am Chris Maudsley. Today we've got Luke Palmer. That's my last name. <laughs> Morgan <laughs> and Dunn, if we're doing last name. Yeah, last name. That's it. Morgan Dunn. Oliver Palmer. It's the same as Luke's, if you might have noticed that. Alright. <laughs> this is a podcast where every week we slog through the catalogue of Adam Sandler's movies from start to finish to try and figure out exactly where it all went wrong. This week we watched a particular just pile of shit. It's uh, going overboard. His first ever cinematic role. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't even know where to start. I feel like, I feel like I need to say off the bat, like, I honestly have, I find it difficult to criticise this movie genuinely, basically because... Uh, it's terrible, but it's it knows it's terrible. He prefaces it towards the beginning by saying this is a no-budget movie, and it's like, yeah, you can tell. Uh, but that's it's that kind of thing where it's like it's hard to be critical about a movie that is so self-aware of how shitty it is. I mean, is. yeah, like one of his first lines is, it's a fictitious, loosely held-together story, <laughs> and it couldn't be more accurate. Like, this movie is so cobbled together like just a point of trivia the crew forgot to bring a box of lenses on filming so oh. they were all shot with the wrong lenses but I also think that we shouldn't give it a pass because of that because like no, you, know, you still not. fucking made this movie and you gotta deal with that <laughs> you gotta deal with four dickheads making fun of it okay so having not even watched this movie or spent oh, yeah, we should talk about any that. time thinking about it in maybe a month <laughs> when was this movie made and where does it like how do you contextualize say, it in Adam Sandler's okay, career? <laughs> I want to say 1989 and as far as I'm aware the only thing you'd done before this was appeared in some episodes of the Cosby show. Oh so this is like totally pre-SNL. It was, it was 1989. I believe this predates Cosby. He was doing stand-up obviously but I believe this predates SNL. I'm not certain and Morgan's checking that now. I am checking it. But I have a feeling it does. We'll be resident um, fact checker I guess. Yeah oh so also <laughs> Oliver... I didn't watch this movie. Yeah, uh, we're toying with that idea of having one person each week. Who well, didn't listen. I mean, it just also, worked out that way. Also, purposely, yeah, Oliver didn't watch this movie. Little bit of a sad boy at the moment. Yeah, my girlfriend just broke up with me. Um, let's do so that. Let's, let's do, do a podcast about Adam Sandler. No, but I would. I would like to tie that into this movie because just um, quick, just quick, just as a heads up, this movie, man, this I have a real problem with. I mean, the guy's like clinically depressed, right? Like, that's. Did anyone else pick up on that? He. Yeah, he's real. He's it. very self-conscious. He doesn't oh like himself. He's talked about no women like him. He's full on depressed. Which... I have, I have a, I have a note about this. I got to figure out it's where got, it is. It, it, but it's it, like, yeah. My idea was that the the whole overarching point of this film is girls don't like me, but it's because they're garbage. Oh, oh, we can get into that too. <laughs> like this movie, I honestly, I feel like it's okay. It's definitely racist oh we'll talk about that yeah. it's definitely racist I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's misogynistic but that's where I ran into the issue even calling it racist is kind of a problem because like I think it's it's just like it's so difficult to classify this movie as, as racist or misogynistic because it's just offensive to everyone it doesn't single out a gender or a race. It's just an offensive movie in that it's terrible and it... Uh, I, Luke, do you think that's maybe you don't get it and that's the point? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Which part am I not getting? Because I'll accept that maybe I don't get the racism Look, or the mis I'm just misogyny. Gonna... Uh, I definitely get that it's shit. If I don't have any perspective, maybe I'll try to be from the movie's perspective. Oh, please do. <laughs> I like um, that. Do you want to... Take to the beginning because my first note. Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go through in order. Right. Like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, in this my, my first note is what's the deal with the general guy? Oh, now I've got one before that. <laughs> oh, please, yes, go. The was opening it, titles too long and boring. They're just oh. a cartoon picture. Like, the cartoon the, Sandler. It, it's cartoon Sandler, and it occasionally will just come up with a different speech bubble. I. I same animation every time. It's over three minutes long. Oh, it's real long. And it's nothing. It is nothing. And it's, it's that weird and music. And his faces, the, the animated Sandler faces are fucked. And then... But also, oh, no, that fuck. actually... That comes after the general thing, though. It actually does. Oh, does yeah, it? yeah, it comes yeah. after. There's like okay. a, he no, chooses the apologies. cassette player. Yeah, which is like, uh, what is that? It wasn't until the... Okay. This becomes a whole fucking No, thing. and that bugged me, because I was like, why can this general see what's going on? And then I realised, oh... He's watching this movie. He's this entire movie. movie is framed as the general watching this movie. Why? But <laughs> General Noriega, as we find out later. But yeah, played by a white guy. <laughs> Halfway through, 
General Noriega starts influencing the, what's happening in the movie. It becomes real meta. And real he's meta, real also, quick. He's still watching a, a video so that he got from the video. Oliver, to break it down, yeah. the movie starts with General Noriega. He's going through what a softcore or a porn? It's just piece. porn titles. Yes, it is porn just titles. some kind of porn. And he yes. picks out this something, whatever the name of the character is. Oh, Shecky. Shecky Moskowitz is the name of the character. <laughs> no, it's never explicitly stated, but I think he might be Jewish. Yeah. So yeah, and he puts the VCR in and it's him watching the movie explicitly filled with random questions with beauty pageant women. Oh, yeah, I want to address this. So yeah, and then, but so then the movie like, is set up as if it's a porno. He's, he's no, 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 no. It's just, it's set up as it. this guy is watching it. Why? Who knows? And then like, it, it's being watched by a guy who, who also, also enjoys pornography. He's so he's watching it. He's a connoisseur of pornography. At some point in the movie, he then influences the direction of the movie he's watching. Let's let's not get too right, far ahead of ourselves, okay. though. Because did you follow that though? It starts yes. off with okay. Him so watching, then it okay. has I mean, it has no, that <laughs> it has that, and then it has some a sequence of uh, talking heads of beauty pageant contestants just talking about stuff. Now it's also worth noting they're all wearing uh, you know the the sash, the sash that says well it, there's a lot of American states and also countries there's some uh, countries in like there, Germany yeah. and France. They all have American accents, except one, Miss Australia. Miss Australia. An actual Australian. Oh, yeah. that's not what I was expecting. Oh, no, we'll yeah. get to that, though. There's a, there's a, a point I want to make about... We'll get to <coughs> A point I want to make about the talking head beauty queens yes. bullshit. I'm pretty sure the only reason that's a part of it is because the ship that they were filming on was a genuine cruise ship <laughs> that was going from New Orleans to Cancun. Is this true? To, this is true. Okay. To the Miss Universe pageant. Right. And that's why all those Wait, girls were, were just on the ship. They were actual contestants? Yeah. But they weren't like... No, they were not. <laughs> Standards of I... generic beauty have changed. How long is this movie? It's like an no, hour that's and a half. That's not even what I was going to say. But they, they, they were all American women, with the exception of one. Like, what... I guess... No, you know what it probably was? It was like they were... It must have been a Miss America thing. It was Miss Universe. Well, that doesn't make any sense because... <laughs> it was Miss Universe. There was like Miss but Delaware, but there was like Miss Spain. Yeah, yeah. But it's New also Orleans like... to Cancun, so it's probably just American women. Yeah, well, they also... They clearly wanted to make it... Oh, well, we just want to have American women. Let's just chuck some countries in there. It doesn't matter if they've got like southern accents. <laughs> the reason why I ask about the length is, does it ever feel like this movie just has scenes in it so that it will be longer? And seem like a real movie? Uh, this movie Absolutely. is nothing yeah. but that. This movie is... Li- the entire point of this movie is... He wants to be a stand-up comedian. He does that halfway through the movie, and then it keeps going. <laughs> but also, you know, to be fair, he doesn't do it well. Yeah, he's, that, that's weird... one of my one of my quotes. This is at the end. It's this is a movie about stand-up comedy where none of the characters are funny. Dude, I literally <laughs> wrote. I wrote. For a movie, for a movie about comedians, there have been no jokes so far. And then I started a joke count, which I did not return to. <laughs> but isn't that also a weird, weird, like crazy ego vanity thing to make a movie as a stand-up comedian? Where the whole point is that wouldn't it be awesome if I could be a stand-up comedian? Wouldn't it be awesome if well, you could do that? Wouldn't that be the best? Can we can we also talk about the actual stand-up comedian in this movie, Dickie Mr. Diamond. Dickie Diamond. I didn't get his full name, Diamond. but he had a crazy full name. I did, I did see one clip with this guy in it. <laughs> Dickie Looked Diamond. Like shit. No, Dickie Diamond <laughs> was like, uh, like I just. He was that annoying kid in primary up, school. He can be summed up with his catchphrase, which is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look, like that sounds I, like an Adam Sandler Christmas no, no, right. <laughs> and, and the problem with this is, is like, okay, no one's that likable this movie, really. But the the whole premise that they find this Dicky Diamond hilarious, and obviously, like, it's setting you up to agree with Adam Sandler, funniest guy in the world. But like, and obviously, yeah, it's setting you up so that you'll agree with Adam Sandler, like, this guy's crap, and you could do better. And I like, okay, I will embrace the suspension of disbelief for the purpose of enjoying a movie, but I cannot grasp the idea that anyone fucking likes Dicky Diamond as a person, oh, just... let alone find him funny or be attracted to him, which apparently he... all women are. There's just one scene, right? And it's a bit further on, but it's him in just a, in like, swimming trunks running up and down a high A Union women. Jack banana hammock. Okay. Oh no, this is, I wrote is down... Bri- the... Is he British? No, no, he's not. <laughs> I wrote down the entire outfit because, oh man, it was uh, it's like a really blazer, something. I gotta find it. It was and his famous hat. Should we go in order? Because we've all got notes. For Hang everything. on, I just a yeah. Union Jack jockstrap, white t-shirt, black suit jacket, a black hat, and a large gold medallion. Okay, That's... with a hairy chest, like real hairy chest. <laughs> anyway, so to sum up the movie to this point, he is on it. He, he he's is, a waiter. He's a waiter on a cruise ship. Speaking of two waiters wants... for the whole cruise he's ship. Adam, yeah. Sandler. <laughs> Adam Sandler is a waiter on a cruise ship. And he wants to be the stand-up comedian of the cruise ship. Also, he's a waiter, 
but dressed like a Donald Duck style sailor. Yeah. Because that's what waiters are dressed like. And he always, he's almost always, always wearing that until he has one costume change halfway through. And he stays in that as well, which is his comedian outfit. Yes, yeah. his comedian outfit. <laughs> I did air quotes for you at home. <laughs> and I've got I've got a couple of notes here. Even before he gets on the ship, he introduces himself to the cab driver at the end of his ride. <laughs> no, he's introducing himself no, yeah. to us. He addresses he addresses the camera a lot. That's what my next note is. Stop talking to me. Oh Adam. yeah, no, he addresses the camera a lot, and that becomes very confusing because there's a couple of points where he'll go, "Yeah, see the camera," and someone else in the movie will acknowledge the camera. It's like, who, what? Pick a fucking framing like, device. There's like Someone... a bit where Bob, he's like, see, that, see, look, you're on a camera, Bob. And Bob's like, oh, oh yeah. Hi. And then it goes back to the conversation. And the, like, so what you're saying is he also does the... Well thought out? Also, it was not. very early into this movie, I'm like, this dialogue all sounds really weird. It's largely ADR. It is mostly ADR. And that makes sense. It doesn't oh, match really? up at all. No. <laughs> and that makes sense given that you said it's on an actual cruise ship. It would have been pretty noisy. It would, but it's fuck. It's almost yeah. entirely ADR. The bit that I saw at the start didn't look like any... Record, they recorded any sound. <laughs> like, a lot of it looks like they, they got the shot, there was no sound, and then afterwards they're like, I have a better way to phrase this. And what? they just put it over yeah, the fucking top. I also wrote a lot later into the movie, like, towards the end, I am confident a large part of this movie is unscripted. Possibly all of it. It's just... It doesn't it, scream... It, could, it wouldn't surprise me if it, most of it was unscripted. It does not... Like, if, if someone wrote this, they should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> so... Was it maybe like someone just found themselves on a cruise ship with all the Miss Universe people for creepy reasons? Like, oh, what am I doing here? What do I tell people? Well, oh, I'm making a film. But people yeah. are legitimate actors in this film. Like, Adam Sandler was sort of... But I mean, like, enough so that, like, I, it wouldn't have just been they found... Like, it would have been... It had to have had some thought... We're going to get to some great cameos later. Let me oh, just oh yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> But um, yeah, so like early on, he's, he talks to camera and there's the one bit where he says the didn't see you there gag to the camera and I almost shot is myself. Is that when he's in, his, in the yeah, cabin? Yeah, and he's like, oh, didn't see this you there. Ca- it's like, oh This cabin God. scene is just, it's a vlogger. Yeah. It's a static camera in his room and he's talking to it. And I also made a note, this is about 10 minutes into the film. And it's the first use of an actual microphone. It's the first <laughs> part of the movie that isn't ADR. Yeah, because it's also <laughs> it's definitely not on a ship. It's just on a soundboard it's somewhere. It's just in the cabin, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, the yeah, beginning of the movie is basically that. He, he gets on the ship. you introduce to this comedian who's just a real shitbag. Uh, and he wants to be the comedian instead. Then... Bunch of jammed sequences. Yeah, and a couple. Oh, let's not. A couple of uh, other new, other characters that are not remotely important. Which again, he flags and says, "I don't know why these guys are in the movie. We put him in there anyway." Like the creepy croaker, the rock star. Uh, the rock yeah, star with, with awful teeth. teeth. And then they say his band's name is Yellow Teeth. It's like, oh, okay, that doesn't explain why his teeth look like he's actually he's got, been eating shit. He's got yeah. black teeth. They are like they are fucked up. But teeth. I wrote down convincingly shitty teeth. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they, they did a good job there. I've also got a, I've got a note here. In that scene, he's talking to a, a lady named Bambi, like. Proper, just exactly what you would think of when you, you hear have someone to take a rain Bambi. man on the. Uh, oh, I mean rain check. The Sweet solid shot. joke. Then, like another just point of uh, just great filmmaking. The shot wasn't even focused for half of it. Oh. It was focused on his shirt, which was behind her. And can we please talk about the kissing sound effects when they make oh. out? Oh my, my no- god! My note for this: best on-screen kiss. It was <laughs> no. like Tim and Eric level squelching. Oh really? And it was just them yeah. licking. It was just them going. It was real unpleasant. <laughs> And they kind of been actually recorded, right? Because they didn't have any all ADR. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> it's like it's like they got ADR and just went. This movie kind of—that's what kissing sounds like. This movie kind of the I bet I bet Adam Sandler did all the foley. It was also around there's, this... real, there's not that many foley artists. So it was around like, this at all. It was around this the, point where the whole like, world. he keeps getting shut down, and it's just like, oh, I wrote in all caps in my notes. This movie is painfully unfunny. The man is obviously depressed. <laughs> like he is. Very clearly, like he's extremely self-conscious. He's just unhappy with his well, there's life. Like, we, there's the dream sequence where, like, one of the first times is he's just watching Dicky Diamond. He just pulls out a gun and shoots him, and then <laughs> gets up and tells good jokes. And I was like, "What?" And then it turned out to be a dream sequence, but it just happened. I have another theory of this movie existing entirely in Shecky's head, uh, <laughs> which I'll come back to because uh, the ending of this movie through that lens is a very different thing. Uh, so we'll get to that. But it's just... Oh, also, the I think when he talks to Dickie Diamond and says, Hey, could I do... Like, the top-notch joke that Dickie Diamond makes... I don't remember the exact context. Uh, calls, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah go, go. Um, is it at the end of the scene? And he's leaving, and uh, uh, basically he... Um, he he's, Shecky is asking Bob if he can open for him, and he keeps saying, No, you can't. 
And then uh, Dickie's girlfriend comes back and accuses Shecky of being a big creep who was creeping yes, on yes, us. Yep, yep. And so Dickie punches him in the face oh, oh, and yes, says, yes. there's your punchline, which <laughs> I made a note, is the first actual joke in the movie yeah. at yes. 26 minutes and 12 seconds. <laughs> right, I didn't miss that my joke tally because I didn't find it funny. I, I, but it was technically a joke. You're correct. Was... No, I was talking about, he, he says something, I, can't really, I cannot remember the context, but he calls him a homo, basically. His joke is calling him a homo. It's like, that is some top-notch humor. Oh, right yeah, there. yeah. He calls him a oh, homo. Real good. Like, it's just, oh, what my are God. You, homo? I also want to point out, uh, we missed this one. It was, it was in the cabin scene, and um, Bob, his friend, he has a friend named Bob, and Bob tells Shecky that he's very funny, despite nothing happening in the movie to suggest that to this point. Yeah. He is not funny at all. Bob also <laughs> then says later he doesn't get humor and doesn't think he's funny. <laughs> later in the movie, that is a thing that Bob says to him. Yeah. So, Wait, who, who says that Bob is funny? No, Bob says to Shecky that he thinks he's funny, and later in the movie, Bob says, I don't really understand humor, I don't know why you're doing this, I don't think you're funny. Bob is a great character. <laughs> no, he's not. Bob slash Shecky's mum. Continuity oh. errors are the best character of this film. <laughs> um, oh, so shortly after this as well, we, after he gets punched in the face by Dickie Diamond, uh, he has a dream sequence. Oh, is this the is this the softcore porn dream sequence? Well, the only note I have for this is why did the animated man tear his face off? Yeah, I, I wrote down <laughs> I that, that they could not afford special effects, so they just did a cartoon. Yeah, he turned into a cartoon and oh, pulled no, his face wait. off. Um, wait, no. First of all, like I want to go back a bit. There's a bit where he said, "I can't sleep. Meditation will cheer, cheer oh, me up." Oh, yeah. And then he meditates till the sun rises because he's in The Witcher, and because that's just <laughs> sleeping. And then I wrote down, "Ten good game." <laughs> But yeah, he meditates and the sun comes up. And then, yeah, he has the dream where the face is ripped off. And it's like, what is the relevance of this? But he just goes, he's like, I'm going to, you know what will cheer me up? Meditation. Now, the softcore porn bit. So, first of all, I was like, oh, Adam Sandler's in pretty good shape. Yeah, right? Yeah, he it's, looks good. He, he, he like, had a full-on, like, good body. Yeah, he was like... He, I was surprised. He was looking pretty good. And man, the chick he's making out with... Good butt. Oh, good butt. Real good, good butt. butt. I even know uh, Adam has got to have an erection right now. I, uh, you can't see it, but I bet he does. <laughs> I was telling Oliver for a lot of this that this movie is mostly about lady butts. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of lady butts. There's a lot of ladies in general. Great ladies. Oh, butts. there's also there's a lot of talk about oh, a lot of beautiful ladies. There's no nudity in this movie, and I don't know why. Because like, if <laughs> it you're was the eighties, wasn't it? Yeah, if you're yeah. gonna fucking put us through this I, shit. Eighty nine. Well, oh, my yeah. apologies. Also, okay, so no, he has his dream sequence and it ends with his friend Bob in drag as his, his mother. mother. Oh, God. One of the things she legitimately says to him, like, in this dream sequence, I knew you were suicidal. This movie is, seriously, it's a case study in depression. <laughs> like, you're both an, inter- an interesting case study is, like, a depressed man who wants to be a comedian. It is very interesting. Oh, Jets. And I'm approaching the movie completely a, different now. Comedians, it's like, it's, it's a common thing for comedians to suffer from depression. Yeah. Like, that's a very common thing. Uh, I, and I just I this don't... puts the whole movie under a different lens for me. It does. It clearly not the right lens because oh. I left the whole box at yeah. home. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's 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 upsetting. It's really quite upsetting. And so there is I'm trying, right. for reference, I'm trying to find a picture of what Adam Sandler looked like in this movie, shirtless, <laughs> and it's just sad photos of him now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> look at this. I've not made sufficient notes of the actual sequencing. The next note I have after that dream sequence was little person referee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's a really good comedian. I thought it was a good idea. It's the comedian fight. There was a joke... A joke boxing. Fight. So it was basically, boxing with jokes instead of punches. Yeah, so and it was, I thought that was creative. I thought that was a good. Morgan, idea. you would like me to make some art that we can put this thing. I can't. I don't feel like doing it right now. It's going to be that. You can just put that. <laughs> that is my decision. Am I allowed to just pe- use a People photo? will see the photo yeah, that I've chosen. Sure. Something I have uh, about <laughs> this joke boxing scene. It's like it's back and forth with jokes, and they're all not punching each other and everything. Oh, that was below the belt. And it just—it's ramping up and ramping up to what's going to be a fucking gnarly, just like final, just real good crack at him. It, the final joke, like, is you buffoon. Yeah, and yeah. then he just—that's—that's that's the end. Yeah. None of, none of these like jokes goes registered. down like he's been knocked out. None of these jokes registered on my uh, my joke my little tally because I did not put. <laughs> to be fair, I actually forgot. I probably forgot about the tally, but also nothing made me laugh in this movie. Like just, they, I was, they were. I literally kept checking the runtime to be like, how much longer? Is this oh, movie? I did that multiple times. Like they were absolutely late eighties, early nineties stand-up comedy quintessential jokes. But then it just ends with you buffoon, you buffoon. and that's the the punchline. Just this movie, man. It was solid. so. Shortly after this is when we cut to our first official view 
of an obviously white man playing an infamous Panamanian dictator. <laughs> All right, General, General Noriega. Noriega is back. I know his name now. Yes. So we're properly introduced. Wait, so it's based on a real person? General Noriega is a real Panamanian dictator, and a subplot of this film is uh, Miss Ast- in, the t- in this talking head sequences. Miss Australia has a whole run of stuff to say about General Noriega. How bad he smells. Uh, yeah, that he smells like pizza, specifically. And then, did anyone notice... Bad pizza, but pizza... Like, no, but there's so many levels to this that we need to work through. Like, first of all... Is the pizza thing, and like, like trying to be racist, <laughs> but getting the pizza? wrong ethnicity? I don't know. No, I think she was saying that he smells like... Old pizza Pizza, that's left pizza out. that you left out yeah. overnight, and, and just his friends don't want to hang out with I you. I don't... Okay, so putting aside the, like, what question was Miss Australia asked to start on a full-on, like, five-minute set about, like, insults about General Noriega? That, frankly, was the first funny thing in this movie. Yeah. This was a genuinely good rant that she went on, and it was the only funny thing so far. But, of course, and now, now this is where it gets confusing as well, because if the framing device for this movie is that General Noriega is watching the movie after it's been made, while he's watching this and he sees her talking, he gets real mad... And sends two terrorists to go and get her. His henchmen, who are Morgan's, my two favorite characters, yeah, I picked that because, of course, they are. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, they're they probably are the they are more likable than anyone else in this movie. Uh, the terrorists are the most likable characters in this movie. That's correct. Um, also, <laughs> I call them henchmen. White people. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely white people. But I think only one of them. Is, I was looking at them up. I think only one of them. Wait, is so white. who's henchmen? General Noriega. Yes, yeah, they're like some random Spanish. Ones. And they're like they dumb. They're like dumb henchmen. Yeah. And he sends them, uh, and he tells them, again, This, and I quote, her name is Miss Australia. Australia. Well, it's not. She probably has a real name. Uh, and it would probably be worth you figuring out what that is, because if she took off the sash, she wouldn't know who she was. But yeah, and then they were like, but the thing was like, I, he tells them, I want you to kill the woman on the TV. And they're like, so wait, the woman in the video that you hired on the TV. He's like, yes, kill Miss Australia. They also like, make... And then, and they somehow managed to go into the team. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, no. So they also make a bunch of Australian references, which were frankly oh. a little offensive. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they were in there. Uh, but no, the shrimp so, on they, the so they set off, and so that's, we see them in this office, and then we go back to the ship. All right, can we just... All right, so the next one of the next things on the ship ties yep. into that office scene, and I don't know why. Why did Dickie Diamond specifically ask yes. Miss Australia to talk shit about Jenna Noriega? Yes. Because it's a, it's a line in the she goes, yeah. and it's got to be relevant. I said somewhere. that stuff. Girlfriend. No, but she's like, I said that stuff about General Noriega. You is there a say. reason he wanted her to say that a, stuff? I have a theory. Just, yeah, all right. Dickie Diamond is a political dissident. I don't know why, <laughs> but that's my theory. Uh, because there's no other reason that I could think of. They never come back. Oh, wait, to so it I understand either. the connection between General Noriega. So he's watching it on TV. No, he's, he has a tape. He has of a ta- video the tape. Movie. Of the he has a tape of the movie, and he's watching it, and then he tells his henchman to go and kill the woman in the movie that is not real. <laughs> yes, but it's also and, then, and like, then they leave and get on a boat. And yeah, and, and later on you see them in a boat trying to the find movie the creature, that's happening. which they do find. Is this movie maybe made by someone that doesn't know? What TV is? It's also very weird because... Uh, I think this movie was made by someone who doesn't know what movies are. He's watching the movie, but it feels like they're filming it at at the same time. Because, like, they have the whole he smells thing. Yeah. And then then he's watching it. And the next scene is her coming out from having said the he smells thing. And there's no reason... It's 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 very unclear. There's no reason that it has this kind of weird device to it. Like... Not that I can tell, though. No, no. No. This is just a really shitty sloppily thrown together way to it's, get terrorists no, on the boat. It sounds like fantastic magical realism. It's another... No, oh, I've got a note on that. It's another subplot. It's a subplot which is just clearly around that. No, so this movie, it dips its toes in magical realism, but clearly doesn't know how to swim. That was my note on that, because it's like, it just... It, it's really content to splash around in the shallow end. It shouldn't be. It but just should stay away from it. It's heard yeah. that that's a cool thing to do. No, it's like, it's absurd, not by choice, but by necessity, because it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> It's just, it's an absurd film. And no, and the magical realism is 100% the impression that I get from it because there's some stuff that we're just about to get up to which is cannot be anything else but magical realism. But first, I just want to talk about... Uh, Dickie Diamond and... I just want to talk about... So Dickie Diamond, shortly after this conversation, feels a little unwell. Is, does the camera do the annoying thing in this oh, bit or is that later? solid on? Dutch angle on this puke scene. <laughs> yeah. So, so good. He, uh, I, I wrote down real, a, good sa- real good puke sound effects, oh, guys. I wrote down a note. Good. I wrote down a note. Solid Dutch angle on the puke scene. Someone went to film school. <laughs> I don't believe that. I just everything else about this movie contradicts that point. Also, when he's on his way to the bathroom to have a good puke, another just film filmmaking is hard, guys. Another point on that. 
the bullhorn sound just comes out of a loudspeaker. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, 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 that's how boats work. And he's just, and the entire time Dickie John's like, fuck shit. So, so he then, and he's like no, walking no. like a fucking So he then moron. proceeds to accidentally lock himself in the bathroom. The very next scene. Oh no, he loses his hat. Remember? Oh, his hat, sorry, he his, hat his hat falls hat. overboard. Miss Australia, his girlfriend, sees the hat floating in the ocean. Dickie Diamond locked in the bathroom where apparently no one can hear him. He's dead. They have a funeral for him. A funeral on yeah. the boat. On the boat. Yep. Uh, Who's featuring make us laugh now? the the lead singer of Yellow Teeth wearing the most appropriate of funeral attire, <laughs> shirtless with a leather vest. Wait, General Noriega does? No, Dicky Diamond. I was not paying. Get off your phone. I was not paying attention. Dicky Diamond, his hat falls overboard when he goes to vomit, yep. and then he gets locked in the bathroom. Yeah. He can't get out of the bathroom. They see his hat. His girlfriend sees his hat floating in the ocean. He goes, oh my god, Dicky! She freaks out. They have a funeral for him. My two notes for the funeral he is, is dead. Don't for talk to the reason? camera during a funeral at sea, Adam. Also, Dicky Diamond's full name is fucked. No, yeah, we, I really wish I'd written that down. <laughs> really but also, I don't story. care. Is there any reason for Dicky Diamond dying? Oh, so that well, because there's no comedian. There's no comedian, comedian was, now. Yeah, he was vomiting over the edge, and his hat falls off. So they see the hat in the ocean after he's locked away, and they're that's like, why they, "He must be dead." They, that's why they think that. Oh, the reason in sorry, the grand scheme of the film is yes, because so conveniently, oh, we did a new comedian. Did Adam Sandler's character kill him? He didn't die. He's in the fucking hell. He's in the toilet. He's locked in the attention. toilet. I thought yeah. you said he died. What, what was they the think funeral? he died. They, they, they think he died. Because he's locked in the toilet and they don't know that. I don't think I'm the one you should be mad at. I think it's the movie. <laughs> it's true. I understand the first time. We, we, that was the fourth time we went We did we explain this. Like, guys, a lot. shut up. This movie sucks. All right, guys. <laughs> You, I mean, you're at this wrong. point, yeah, you, I can't follow you. At this there. point, you may think the movie sucks, but one of the best things is legit about to happen. So shortly after that, Shecky's talking to the camera, and lo and behold, who should accompany him but motherfucking <laughs> Billy Zane as King Neptune? And this is my favorite. This what? is my quote about the movie. It is in times of trouble, Billy Zane dressed as Neptune comes to me. I don't know. Billy Zane is in this movie <laughs> because, because legit. King fucking Neptune just comes aboard the boat. And he, no, no, no. His he entrance, doesn't come aboard. He's, 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 he pulls he's himself along, along the guardrail. The edge of the guardrail, just like... Huh, huh. And then when he goes to exit, he like, looks around, doesn't know what to do. He's going to jump overboard and decides not to and just walks off. <laughs> yeah. He also speaks way too fast. Like, if Billy Zane was in this movie and not on cocaine, <laughs> why was Billy Zane in this movie? Well, if I Why did thinking, he agree to be in this if movie? If I think about who you would cast as Kim Nep- Neptune, Billy Zane is not, does not quickly come to mind. It's, it's amazing, though. <laughs> Billy Zane's it's, no, Neptune. Uh, Billy Zane is the best actor in this film. Uh, he's definitely not... Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a real weird choice for the character. But it's Billy Zane, so whatever. I like I, Billy I Zane. Think this he is, was the Phantom, guys. I think yeah. this is the start of the very Adam Sandler thing. Just, I've got a mate that I want to put in this film. Let's just oh. shoehorn him in. Oh, yeah. Speaking of mates, this is going back a little bit, but can I uh, propose a uh, segment for this yep. podcast? Because okay. it will be recurring. Uh, it's called, Where is Alan Covert? Now, Alan Covert is is his friend. Uh, in this film, uh, he plays a bartender. Bartender. Yes, yes. Uh, I noticed okay. that. He's the titular grandma's boy and grandma's oh, boy. For which, yeah. Okay. But he's that guy. He's in every Adam Sandler movie. And for the most part, I think it'll be pretty easy. But I think in the future, we should definitely talk about where he is in each film. That's a good segment. Because he where will be in every film. If we're talking about another like, recurring thing, you were saying it's early him putting people into the movies. Is this the original, like, really early version of him making a movie so that he can just With be his on friends? a holiday? Oh, because I would say so. And with his friends. Oh, yeah, that's all Adam Sandler yeah, does now. Definitely. Oh, yes, I would say so. It's him and his friends just fucking around the holidays. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, he, he's made it into an art form. A shitty art form, but an art form. <laughs> so, yeah, that that was Billy Zane as Neptune. Is yes, that was that, that was the thing that happened. Uh, it was, it's, honestly, I can't describe it fully. You have to see it. And so then, it so shortly after that, we go back to General Noriega. No, or the back. henchmen. It was the henchmen, sorry. And they are the henchmen, at sea. Yes. And they are on a boat, making their way through the ocean, talking to each other. And my only note for this was... I don't know enough about Panamanian culture to call it, for sure, but I'm pretty confident this movie is hella racist. <laughs> uh, because just, like, the back and forth is like... And it's also almost like, oh, uh, you know, Panama, it's like Central America. It's like, they're just Mexican, right? Like, it's just, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, Mexican. Yeah. He has brown people with a funny yeah, accent. To be fair, like, they do speak Spanish in Panama. I like, don't, it's not... I don't it's know probably anything. not as far off as, uh, as we might think. But at the same time, well, I mean, as in Mexico to Panama, like, culture or whatever... Their impression is racist no matter what. I think yeah. we can safely say it's but definitely I, racist. I don't know yes, enough about 
either any of the cultures to, to definitely say this, but one of them is called a name I would generally associate to a Middle Eastern. One of them is called Ahmed. Oh, yeah. That's... I would generally associate that to be more Middle Eastern than Panamanian. And, and, no, no, no. And I, the reason I called them terrorists is because on IMDb, when I was trying to figure out They're who they terrorists. were, they are credited as terrorists. terrorists. One uh, I believe it's shirtless terrorists and mustache terrorists. I want to point this out. I wrote this down during the credit sequence. They were credited as terrorist with shirt yes. and terrorist with mustache. <laughs> The terrorist that didn't have a mustache was shirtless. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> this I, fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, so shortly after that, um, we have uh, the random, the board. unnecessary musical number. <laughs> yeah, the unnecessary uh, musical, which number. was probably a mistake and therefore on brand for this film. It was. It was basically the setup was. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna because he's gonna do his first comedy show. Yes. Right? He's been to do his first one and he's like he's feeling nervous about it. And Bob's like, you know what will make you better? Let's sing about it. And they sing a random, perfectly. Fine, it's an alright song, but it's just, it doesn't fit. Com- Broadway style just musical like, number. Just about like, comedy. what the fuck is it doing in this movie it's right just, now? It's, it's like, it's a solid 10, 15 seconds, and then they're back to their normal conversation. I think it's fitting that this is the first Adam Sandler movie simply because it's like, it has those moments of like, oh, Oops, this is, it has those moments of this is something that Adam Sandler is going to do a lot in the future. And we know that looking back, but it's really him trying to figure out what he is doing. This is his very early days trying to figure out how he can game the system of movie making. <laughs> this is yeah, his what blondies. is the easiest way I can make a bunch of money out of this bullshit? <laughs> he's, he's realized... I don't think a, this was a good... Uh, like he's a, realized I can have fun with that. my friends and yeah. make money. He's realized in, in his very uh, late 20s, early 30s, he's realized I, there is a very certain way that I want to live my life. How can I make that happen? I know what I'll do. I will essentially scam movie making. And you know what? Movie studios. And you know what? I'm okay with it because... That's what's got us sitting here today yep, to begin recording what is no doubt destined to be the greatest podcast ever made. He's living the American dream. But he cared at one point, right? Like, I don't... I'm look, not sure he did. That, we're going to find... I don't, Oliver, we're going to find that out. I don't That's know that idea. he... At this... Look, yeah, and it's, we'll, we'll get more into this as we progress through different movies. Yeah. But the impression I get is I don't know that he ever cared. I think he used to enjoy it. Yeah. I think he had more fun with it. And now he's very much dialing it in. But I don't think he ever cared about it in the sense of like any form of artistic integrity. Well, maybe we could think about that as each podcast, each uh, episode is like, what? Why did he do this movie? Yes. What is in this movie? Like, what? What can we figure out? Like, in like, in Billy Madison was like, did he just want to shake that kid? <laughs> I would. Okay, let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> but I. Honestly, I would make the movies have been made for lesser reasons. I, I really want to shake a fat and, and having having done that that thing to a fat kid that we know, I gotta say it's worth making it, a whole movie. In that case, I would say <laughs> what we weird made this a fat kid we know. <laughs> yeah, like grab his face and stay here, Jerry. You know, I did the thing. I did the thing. In that case, he made this movie because it's okay, wasn't he had a boat with beautiful women. He wanted to, he wanted to go on a cruise with yeah. a tra- with ladybirds, and you got to start somewhere. Like you know, he's, he's, it's his first movie. That yeah, that's like the first want that any of us have in our in our teens. Is I want to go on a cruise with ladybirds. Yeah, he, and he made he, it happen. I mean, preferably the whole lady. He made it happen. Yeah, but and made a movie. Did he was the driving force in getting this movie written and made, or was he just cast in it though? Uh, that's a good question. I think the, I think the uh, appearance of Alan Covert says he was a driving force. Well, maybe that's yeah. where he met Alan Covert. It's possible. Yes. Although, uh, fun fact about this one: Adam Sandler was a writer. Now we won't, we'll, we'll save all that stuff for the Alan Covert cast. We're, We're not doing that. <laughs> it's the same fucking podcast. I'm it's all do, the same movie. I'm going to do that podcast. <laughs> He's just in these movies. I, I'm definitely not watching these again. <laughs> no, you get fuck right off. <laughs> Um, so, alright, so after... We're on to the second cameo now. Yeah, now, after the musical number, yeah, we go to his stand-up, his first stand-up show, and holy shit, it's Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> yeah, I want to, uh, I want to point out that in my notes, I've written in brackets, start to get a little drunk at this point, <laughs> my very next note is, is that Billy Bob Thornton? <laughs> yes, it is, as Dave the construction worker, worker who does not care for, for Shekin's <laughs> particular his quote. brand of I humor. love his quote, I construct buildings, what the fuck else would I construct? <laughs> His <laughs> best line. I mean, is, is this like a totally pre-fame Billy Bob Thornton? Why did Billy Bob Thornton become so famous? Young. He's well. very young. I, I, I honestly don't know. Looks this great. Is not, this Looks is great. not the fucking Billy Bob Thornton box. All right. Like, yeah, we're, we're recording that after this. <laughs> yeah, that's up next. We've got we've got Alan Covert podcast at ten. The Billy Bob Thornton box at eleven. Yeah. <laughs> got a real full night ahead of ourselves, guys. Settle in. Um, so that's so, that, so yeah. oh yeah, and so the, the thing that we take away from this uh, his uh, his first stand up show is 
fucking horrible. The thing about it is, he's though, he's not no, good. and I agree, he's terrible. But I'd still say he's objectively better than Dickie Diamond, <laughs> and the audience is fucking loved, and they're saying, bring back Dickie Diamond. He's fucking dead, as far as you're concerned. <laughs> they think he's dead, and they're like, bring him back, and Shecky says, he's like, he's dead, what do you want me to do? He's like, yeah, that's kind of a fucked thing to yell at someone, like, you are so bad, we wish there was a corpse on stage right now. <laughs> Because that's what they're saying. That's really what they're saying to him. And that's this fucked. This person's funnier than you. And then after that, it's the random rock concert. Oh, right? yeah. So, Yellow Teeth then get up and do a song. And i got to say, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. They weren't amazing. Was it, was it, I want to smack your cat? Or was that the song that was mentioned earlier? I don't recall. I it, was, it, was, it, was, it, like, it was a pretty generic like rock song. It wasn't terrible. This is my, is this is my note. This is my, I don't think so. Now Croker is singing and a concert is happening. Doesn't sound half bad, but why is this happening? Yeah. No, also, like, where the fuck did all these instruments come from? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, it was an empty stage. stage. The absolute best thing about this, during this sequence of the band playing, there is a man playing a jug. <laughs> <laughs> there is a man blowing on the jug. Like, it's like, I, all I wrote was... There is a man playing the jug. More bands need that. I have a more couple... jug bands. Damn it! I have a couple of notes just from this scene. Yes. Uh, one of the, my first note: there is a girl wearing a snapback that says the word "boys" in mirrors on the front. And I really wanted that hat. Dude, you have a, you have <laughs> a, you have a snapback hat. that says "girl." I do. Uh, they go so well together. Then I have one that says the actor playing the singer. I never looked him up. I don't give a fuck. Oh, no, who cares? The actor playing the singer. Does not know how mics work. Oh, he he's puts, holding it like half a meter away from his face. He puts the whole thing in his mouth. It's very unhygienic. Yeah, yeah. I had a real problem I mean, with that. Very unhygienic. This, this is a prime scene of ADR. I had a real problem. I, I, I don't believe that's him yeah. singing for no, a but minute. He, he put that microphone right in his mouth and it made uh, it upset me. I've then got a note that just says, cool shirt. I have no idea what shirt I was talking about. <laughs> well, then, then I've got one that says, there's maybe 15 extras in this, in this scene. And the ADR is of legitimately a stadium. Yeah. And you can see every extra and like the space around them so we have this sequence uh, i think i like stopped paying a lot of attention a lot at this point i was it's also a- i had also been drinking spoiler <laughs> alert uh but also it got to the, about this point we're around an hour into the movie oh, now yeah, is- my assessment was i'm around an hour in and i don't know what the point of this movie is like he wanted to do stand-up he did uh what the fuck is all this other shit? Because Did people inevitably like his stand-up? At this point, no. No. Now, obviously, that's the aim we're headed for, is he's going to... Is eventually, you know, they're going to enjoy it. In theory. In the, they'll appreciate in theory, his they're going to enjoy it. Adam Sandler made this movie so that people would appreciate it. The way, the way he, he gets, gets good at it is weird. Oh, yeah, well, we'll get to that, too. But, which is where... Actually, I stopped paying attention to that point. I started paying attention in the middle of that scene and was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> was, was Adam Stanley having like a cri- existential crisis where he's yeah. like, I don't know if I should be doing stand-up. Is stand-up for me in this movie? I, no, like validating stand-up? But I think he also, the way he talks about and no girls like him, you know, it's also got to be important to this movie that he gets a girl. Is he like a nice Will guy? Will he? Who knows? Will we, he? We'll talk about Why that. Is it like the nice guy syndrome? Or it's like, these girls, what are these, these so, girls? Oh yeah, he hates women. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's easy. These these girls are all pieces of shit because they don't like. They me. like all the, the no, mean guys. You fucking. Suck they like all the mean guys. It's, yeah, you do I'm suck. too nice for my own good. No, you're just a bit of a oh, dickhead. So all right. So <laughs> the next scene is the one where Bob admits he oh, does no. No, but we also right? it keeps yeah. showing Dicky Diamond stuck in the toilet. Now, oh yeah, it keeps coming it's back. It's entirely unclear how much. Right, because he's dead. That's what I was. Okay, it's unclear how much time has passed. All I wrote was. So at some point, Dicky Diamond dies, right? He's stuck in a bathroom without food, although I guess he has water. Wait, it's, for how long? Days? It's, no, it's I unclear. Feel like it's been one the passage day, of time right? is unclear. He died in the morning, and then Shecky did yeah, a comedy show at night. It's probably yeah, not that long. But it. It, it is not. Like, it's probably not that long, honestly. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, A, he's got to be starting to feel a little bit fucked. And B, how has no one heard him in this bathroom? He's banging on the walls, like he's. Someone does hear him. Wait, so they all truly believe he's dead. It's not like anybody they, maliciously they all, locked him. No, no, no. Yeah, the door he's is dead. just stuck. And you know what? I just remember it's a fucking flimsy that. bathroom door on a ship. You could kick that fucking thing why off its hinges. Why do they assume that he's dead? Because they hat, saw his hat in the ocean. We are not talking about this again. We've, <laughs> we've covered this many times already. This is on you. You could fucking watch the movie if you really want to know. Alright? So. <laughs> yeah, uh, some other stuff happened. I was really zoning out. Well, there's uh, the, a bit with Bob. Yeah, there was. Yeah, my note was homoerotic subtext between Shecky and friend. I've got the metaphor where comedy is like a life preserver. It was just. It was just. It was. It was. I don't know it what was the real vaguely homoerotic. Like he and Bob I don't were think like. It is. I was pretty sure he and Bob were gonna fuck, but like maybe that's just me. They didn't. They didn't. As no. far as we know, maybe off screen, maybe outside of the film, the actors <laughs> did. I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, and I really stopped paying attention. And then I started paying attention again, and Shecky was sitting there telling, uh, and an old man was telling him jokes. Okay, so some stuff happened. Okay, please, because okay, I yeah. so there was the blanks here. more random shots of beautiful women. I ain't complaining. Sure, that just B roll they put in. The general is back now for some. We cut to the general, and he sees his men on the yeah. video, and it's like point, this, this is, is so the, meta. This is the point at which it clicked with me. He's watching a videotape yeah. that he rented. And he's also influencing what's actually happening in real life. And being a little drunk, the note was, Wait, what? Ari <laughs> fucked subplot with brownface. Yeah, I wrote, why can, the, why can the general see this? How? And that's when I realised, oh, okay, the tape at the start, I think I get it now. And that's when I realised, yeah, it's, it's a framing device. It's that a- wasn't even clear at the start of the movie. No, <laughs> no because you don't know anything about the characters no. yet. It's an unnecessary framing device. It's just, I don't... I don't know. Like, it could have made perfect sense if instead of Panamanian pirates, it was instead of Panamanian terrorists, it was just some pirates come. Yes. Yeah. But they're just shoehorning in this fucked up subplot with <laughs> Panamanian terrorists and General Noriega. Was General Noriega relevant in 1989? Is that... Uh, he was, but not conflict. relevant enough to put in this gotta, fucking no, movie. You've got to have conflict, man. got to have conflict. Is, yeah, is that just like maybe <laughs> taking like a half, like an hour long script? It's like, well, there's no okay, movie yet. No, here's what put it is. Put some more things in it. Here's what it is. You've got to have conflict, and what better for conflict than taking this this notion of the other being non-white people and being like, they're gonna get ya! <laughs> That's what it is. It's like, it is the most basic form of conflict that is, I mean, it goes lower than, than hack writing to just straight up awful racism. Which is <laughs> the, the first, the first, like, person they could think of that could be an enemy, because he's a brown. <laughs> yes, yes, literally, that's, yeah And also, I mean, yes, he is a brown The actor that plays him, definitely not So, uh Is this a short circuit situation? <laughs> oh, yes, it Absolutely. is Absolutely So it's definitely racist Oh, um, yeah this Big time So, okay and, uh, so, and then we've also got a ten minute conversation Oh, yeah, so there's what a shirt he should wear But there's an old man And there's an old man Telling him jokes. Okay, so, what's, yeah, so basically, is, is he a comedian? No, this is my, was my, oh, Milton Berle. Okay, yes. Was, who is Milton Berle? I googled him. Apparently, he's some kind of famous comedian. Yeah, he was a very yeah. famous comedian at the time. He's a just a word I'm thinking of. Uh, legacy, that legend, legend of the legend. good times. He's a good. He's a man. legend of the good times. He's a man that all the stand-up people. I understand, Chris. I understand. He's a legend of the good times. You've made it very clear. You don't need to explain any further. But he, so he suddenly in this scene he with Milton Berle, has dinner with him. Yes. He's just suddenly there. They're having dinner, and Milton Berle's like, "Let me teach you how to do comedy." And he's just Tell here are some jokes you should tell do. him jokes. They're pretty good. No, no, they're not. I'm going to disagree with what? you. But I'm picturing no, no, no. But suddenly there's a fucking laugh track yes. under the moon. Why does Milton <laughs> Berle have canned laughter and applause? I don't know. What era of standard comedian are we talking about? Like, what's who would you? He's old to? in this movie in '89. Yeah, yeah, so but I like, guess before what, that. What's a standard comedian? You would like what kind of humor? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know who he is really. It's as it might have. And at maybe the time. we should have looked into it, but we didn't. <laughs> and we're not going to start now. So this guy, yeah, tells him you got to. What is he says something like you got to find like. There's some bullshit like thing, but it's like, you, you gotta find something that they can relate to, basically. Uh, it's yeah, the it's hard it's comedy. A, it's a, it's a pretty I'm long. Gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I checked out. Oh, seen a little dude, bit. yeah. Fuck. We all stopped paying attention at this point. I think this and fucking movie. It was just like, yeah. And anyway, I do remember at the end, he's like, "How do I get back to the ship now?" Because he gets it on the ship. Oh, I'll say some jokes. Oh, and he, take my wife, he's please. Like, <laughs> is the joke is I'm saying over again. Take my wife, please. It's like okay, Rodney Dangerfield, calm down. <laughs> and then and he zones back in, and he's on stage in the middle of a routine. Now, was he in a routine when he went into that sequence? Because I, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I think he might have. At this point, he's back in front of an audience. One of the audience members is dressed as a banana. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why? I. Why is he dressed as a banana? I, I think it was a female, but. I just wanted to mention that that was a thing that happened. I have no explanation for it. Also, I don't know that anyone involved in this movie has an explanation for it. It was the banana costume was made of furry fabric. It was what it was the real weird. fuck is up with that? <laughs> so, so he starts telling some jokes. For some reason, they like it now. Yeah, There's really I've no got, discernible difference I've between got, the new jokes and the old he's jokes. He's now good at comedy, and then in brackets. In the movie, yes. comma, he's not actually funny. Yes, like no. there's no discernible difference between the quality of his jokes now to before, but now people like it. So then the terrorists show yeah, up. Yeah, now right? the action is about to happen. My, no, action. my note here is, gunfire! <laughs> my note here is, I don't care about this chase sequence at all. It is way oh, too long. Yeah, I did, uh, again, I lost 
track. There's a very long chase there sequence was... where the terrorists chase Shecky, Bob, and Miss Australia. At some point during this chase sequence, Miss Australia and Bob fall in love. Yeah, it's really... <laughs> yeah. There's like a bit... I, I couldn't tell you they why. Bob they also... with him, right? Like they, threatened, they threatened to eat Miss Australia's fingernails yep. as well. Also, it's pretty hot. Also, Just... suddenly, the terrorists are wearing red foo sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's... And they're like, they're always running from one side of the camera, speaking into the camera, running, yeah. and then running like, back she's... around and running She's pretty hot, and oh I'm not God. saying that that's a justification for wanting to eat her fingernails. It's just like, I kind of get it. I've also got a note here... They look great in those sunnies. They do. They are pulling them off. They were oh, pulling they, off. They are by far the best characters in this film. Yes, they are. But they're not good characters. <laughs> oh no, they're no. terrible. They are racist caricatures of a culture that I don't know anything about, but I are still they, know they're racist. Are they in like brown face? Yes. Okay. Yup. Okay. Yeah. And they're doing accents. They're doing like Hispanic yeah. accents, like really bad accents. Oh, it's horrible. And also, so this 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 movie at this point, you know, with the back and forth between the generals watching it. And it's like, I guess... But this movie does a really terrible job of distinguishing its, like, meta-references about it being a movie and then the actual, like, content of the movie. It just... It blurs the lines to a point where it's like, if this was a good movie, this would be really interesting, the way that it plays with this. But because it's... The only reason it does it is that it has no idea what it's fucking doing. It's yeah. just... It's just baffling. It is a clusterfuck of a movie. Yeah. They have some seedlings of some interesting... Ways to go with movie making. They plant some seeds and they let them die. So, so eventually, bad at it. And eventually they catch Miss Australia. Alright, so no, can we talk about... So, I zoned out a bit. They, something happens. They start doing comedy. I've got... what is No, that no, no, no. We, get, we need to get that. Hang on. Okay, so, so what they, they, they eventually catch Miss Australia. And for whatever reason, they allow her to sing oh, the I've Australian got National What is happening with this ending? Fucking National Anthem. The Australian that anthem isn't is the there. correct words no, to our National Anthem. No, it's only that one bit. It's all legit, except she keeps repeating it. Mr. Australia's singing Oliver, sounds like dog Oliver, shit. can you please tell me the first line of our National Anthem? I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but you should Ooh. know it. It begins with the word Australians. <laughs> yes. So... Australians, oh, let us... No. <laughs> incorrect. Australian sons, let us rejoice. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guess I was wrong. I guess that's what it is. Yeah. And to be fair, she's an actual Australian person. She should know, or at least have access to, the actual words to the national anthem. Like they definitely didn't think about it when they were when they were writing this movie. They're just like, "There's an Australian person. They'll know what it is. Let her sing it." <laughs> but, and then she did. She didn't know the fucking words, and they're just like, "It was." I just, bet that's it. Yeah, that's it was probably just that right. Didn't care. The rest of it. No. Think about but it. they then also proceed to use the tune of the national anthem. As like a th- as thematic music as it goes on for like some of the points like then like when she reunites with with Bob it has just an instrumental version of the national anthem and I couldn't tell you why I'm not a remotely patriotic person but that upset me it just did. <laughs> I remember hearing it's you like an why and being very confused. why are you using the like and I don't give a shit about the national anthem in, generally but it's like but why are you doing this why like why are you doing this like we're not a look we got our problems. But we don't deserve this. <laughs> At least it was Australia is a country. We got some issues, but we don't fucking deserve this treatment. All right, <laughs> this is some real bullshit. <laughs> is it not enough to make fun of the Browns? Let's make fun of some Australians too. At least they're white. To be fair, I am actually more comfortable with that than the racist stuff. True, At least true. they didn't just pretend. Get someone to pretend to be Australian. No, you're right. You're yeah, right. that's very true. It is because yeah, it is. I was very I did surprised by that. how distinctive and real her accent yes. was, and I did appreciate that. But yeah, so this right. ending is kind of oh, all over okay. the place. Okay, so then, so then, yeah, so Adam's doing. He jokes. convinces. So Shecky convinces the terrorists. One of hey, them first. Why don't? Yeah, why don't you have a go at doing some jokes? So take my wife, please. Like, okay, fuck, it's just this is come on. Was guys. that was that a joke at the I time? Yes, it's a, it's it's okay. It's already danger for a bit where he's like, you know, he's talking about something and it's an example. He's like, you know, oh, take my wife, please. Like, it's, it's like saying, take my wife as a user as an example, and oh. this is, please, like, take her away from oh. like how all of the jokes back then were based around the fact that everyone fucking hated their wife. Or, or like how, like how jokes typically require you to deliver them in the cadence of a joke and not just say, take my wife, please! Please because take my wife! Because that's not a joke, that's just you saying a line. It's when, it's when jokes were like, came my t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so, so these, these, these terrorists go, they get into it and they're like, yeah. We're going to be stand-up comedians now, and it is at this point. Hang on, is this is this before or after they let the Australian girl go? Around the same time, because they go, oh, because, we're going to be comedians. Yeah, we don't care about so this they, anymore. They, they shove her away, and she goes into the arms and she of goes Bob. And makes out with Bob, who she's now. And with. she and, then oh, and says, then, "Why did you save me?" He fucking didn't. No, he, he had nothing, nothing to do yeah. with it. Bob, he does then. 
propose to her and they get engaged. Oh, yeah, that happens. Having that happens, met yeah. about five minutes earlier, uh, so they get engaged. Yeah, they're, uh, they're all For no just ostensible... Like, ostensibly, there's no reason for them to do that. I don't know why they did that. Happy it ending. It adds nothing to the movie. I suppose, no, fuck off. <laughs> no, I reject that. So, all right. Now, it's at this point that we return to Mr. Dickie Diamond, who is... He... He's having a real rough time. He prays. He goes. He's like, God, if you can get me out of this, oh yeah, this is how he gets out. I'll of the stop. Toilet. Yeah, I'll stop giving people the finger. He does that a lot, by the way. He gives the finger a lot. What? I'll he just s- runs around doing this. Yeah, going. <laughs> That's, he's, he's he's literally like a little like fucking like munchkin creature from some kind of like. Just, <laughs> he's a goblin. Roo? He's a fucking goblin of a man. Rodney Roo? He's a more or less. He's shittier than Rodney Roos. Oh, oh, hang on now. Let's not say things we can't take back. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so he, he and he prays and he goes, you know, I'll 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 stop being like horrible to people. And lo and behold, the door just opens. Is there is there a bit of sound? Is there light? Yeah, there's like a light. The door opens. Yeah, classic, classic now, divine let's intervention. Let's say you've been. Now, hang on, Oliver. Let's ask you. You've been trapped in a bathroom for at least a full day. Oh shit, have I? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd rather than that than watch this movie again. <laughs> but let's say, let's hypothetically, you've been trapped in a bathroom for at least a full day, probably longer, definitely yep. longer, but unsure how much longer. Yeah, at least, like, at least like a, at a the bathroom. Po- to the point at which you are praying, please just let me out. Oh, because also at one point he's yelling, and the dude from Yellow Teeth and his manager outside, they hear the noise, and instead of going, oh, someone's trapped behind this door, they go, it's a ghost, like Scooby Doo, and run away. Yeah, <laughs> that happened. I forgot that happened. So okay, yeah. So did I. I didn't write down. I'd given up on writing notes at this point. Um, for the most part. So this is all from memory. So, uh, yeah, you've been trapped in a bathroom hypothetically for a while. Uh, you're praying, and lo and behold, the door swings open. What is your first reaction? Well, that's great. Are you like, <laughs> well, maybe, maybe there's a god? Thank you. You want to know what Dickie Diamond's response is? He gives the finger and goes, hey, 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 hey. Yes, yep, yes. He gives the finger and goes, I'm an atheist. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? So he proceeds, to, he makes his way to the deck of the ship where he finds the two terrorists thoroughly entertaining the did audience. Did I write this movie? <laughs> yeah, you did. Congratulations. <laughs> Wait, no, no, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. I fucking hate you. I hate you so much. Um, yeah, you're Adam Sandler. That's, I fucking that's, hate what, what you did what, to Adam Sandler's that's, career. No, that's Adam what I'm doing Sandler, this podcast. You're yourself. Adam Sandler. Yeah, I'm Adam Sandler. <laughs> did you not know? Yeah. So, all right. So he goes to the deck of the ship. Terrorists, uh, you know, tell the jokes. The audience loves it, including the lady in the banana costume. Having a great time. They're loving it. Dickie Diamond runs up. Knows nothing about these terrorists, but they are visibly wearing machine guns. Yes. Strapped to their bodies. Dickie Diamond walks up, pushes them out of the way and goes, fuck off. This is my ship. Fuck. Oh, now everyone's booing Dickie Diamond. A pa- and okay, who put is his, back from yeah, the dead? Is putting aside the fact that he has, as far as they are, they're concerned, returned from the dead, uh, and is still the exact same person that they were loving a few days ago, they are now like, yeah, we love these people that just tried to kill us. They're hilarious. Fuck you, Dickie Diamond. Hey, You're a place. piece of shit. Welcome back. Fuck you. Yeah. So, so he pushes them out of the way. He starts telling jokes. Everyone hates it, and it's like, well, okay. So this seems like a bad idea. You just push two men with machine guns. Uh, one of them. Well, I mean, in theory, he punches him in the face. It doesn't come close to connecting to Dickie Diamond's face. Like, it's not remotely convincing. I love those. They're my favorite. They grab him, and they start joking. It's like, oh, this is... Is this... Yeah. They throw him overboard. They straight up murder Dickie Diamond. They throw... No, they don't. No, they throw him overboard. He comes back later. No, they no but like, throwing him off the top oh, yeah, deck yeah, yeah. of a fucking cruise they, ship, they, just into the ocean, that's just murdering a person. They, that's, that's, that's what you did. Yeah, they throw him overboard. Like, he definitely is going to drown. Like, that's going to happen. So they throw him overboard, and it's like, okay, so he's gonna die, right? Now, to be fair, it does show a very sequence at the end. He's got like a like a life ring thing or whatever, but he's still in the middle of the ocean by himself. But comedy is he's like going a life to die. Well, he does. The last thing is him going under, yes. right? So all right, so and then and then he goes, yeah, yes, 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 exactly <laughs> what happens. He's he's fed. His I, fist, his fist emerges triumphantly from the ocean. To give the sky the finger one last time. <laughs> and that is the last we see of Dickie Diamond. Whatever, you guys. This movie sounds great. <laughs> you should watch it then. But yeah, so um, also there's a sequence. Now King... So, okay, well, no. So everyone's having a nice time, though. The terrorists are telling jokes. Everyone's everyone's great with it. The return uh, of Neptune. Neptune. So, so Usheki's sitting on a little, on a little thing Neptune saying, Hey, so back. this was good. And next to him is King Neptune, who's just like, uh, Yeah, hey, by the way... My daughter really wants to meet you. She's been watching this movie the whole time. Daughter called, and this is the exact way he says it. Slimy. Slimy. Her name Slimy. is Slimy. <laughs> daughter. Slimy. 
Why? Uh, now she's presumably not human because she's. I mean, she's probably a mermaid. Although we don't see her legs, so it should be pointed out. It should be pointed out something about costuming in this scene. Neptune is just hanging brain. He has got ball <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> I, did I didn't notice, notice that. Wait, you see Billy's head balls in this movie? <laughs> you can see he's so much this movie. If you've, ever also, to, if you've ever wanted to see Billy's head's balls, oh boy, do I have I the film for now. you. <laughs> just and Google also, it. Slimy's attire, despite the fact that she clearly lives in the ocean, is all made of wool. It's all just <laughs> knitted bullshit. And so, and so, and so Shecky says to her father, King Neptune, hey, would it be alright if I went and made out with her on the, the deck of the ship? And Neptune's like, yeah, okay, why not? So, yeah, okay, look at my ball! <laughs> yeah, no, he goes, yeah, why not? And does like a helicopter motion. <laughs> he this, is, this is my recount of this thing. Yeah, Adam tries to hook up with her. God is awkward. Is this the oh, end? Oh, it's real awkward. <laughs> so, so they're like standing there and like, and it just, and it sort of fades out and like, he's like, they sort of like, they move in for the kiss several times. And he's trying to do that weave. And eventually they do kiss. Now, this is the end of the movie. This is the end of the movie. Now, I'd like to go back to something that I mentioned earlier, where I said, if you view this film as a case study in depression, it's very different. What I see these King Neptune sequences, and ultimately him kissing the girl, is him successfully committing suicide by drowning. Holy... It's a bit of a downer, but it's honestly... It's a better ending. (laughs) Is it? It's a more interesting ending. Is it? It's a much more film Ending. Oh, it's a much more. Hey, I got a film degree. You I went to film school. Did you see the Dutch angle I put in earlier? <laughs> Look, the point is, whether or not you agree with that, and obviously you guys don't. That's fine. That's fine. It was no, so that, about that that is wow. Yeah. So I mean, film is open to your own interpretation, yeah, Luke. But if that's what you got out of it. Says something about you as a person. There, I mean, buddy. The, you're on a watch list. Well, because the the actual thing in this movie is. He does get the girl. She's a mythical creature who was introduced in the last two minutes of the movie for that exact purpose, and yep. that's all. She doesn't speak at all. She's just a... And then the Dicky Diamond thing is after that, right? So the actual ending is yes. just his oh. middle finger. And can we... Oh, that's another thing I think needs to be a recurring segment. Um, whether or not a film would pass the Bechdel test. Now, <laughs> I haven't thought about it until I just... Like, I literally just thought of it then, but I would be willing to put money on this movie not pass. Huh. How, does the, what's the, how does the Bechdel test Google it. Um, it's, I can't remember the exact uh, it parameters. Is, are it's there two, two female women? characters who talk to... Have a proper conversation to each other, not about men. Yeah. I think it's the main part of the test. From memory. Uh, a surprising number of movies fail. It's actually very... It's actually quite... Un- it's uncommon for a movie to pass yeah, the test. Yeah, it's very uncommon. Which is fucked. Uh, but uh, this movie definitely doesn't. And I would go out on a limb and say most of these movies don't. Some, I... Punch drunk love. So probably the Bechdel test might. asks whether a, a work of fiction features at least two women who talk to each other about something other than a man. Yeah. The requirement that the two women must be named is sometimes added. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, you like... know, you're in dire straits when one of the things is like, oh, we got an extra thing where they have a fucking name. Like it's so. <laughs> This movie could, like, I, I'm not going back through it to find out. It could potentially pass with Miss Australia talking about something. No, maybe she's not talking point. to women. She's not talking to women. she does not get a fucking name throughout the whole movie. She's, she's Australia. Miss Australia. <laughs> she, also, Miss Australia. she never talks to a woman, though. She's only ever talking to other men. This like, is true. So this is absolutely true. It definitely true. doesn't. Oh, also, there's something I just remembered. At one point, because it keeps having General Noriega watching the video and... and at one point, there's just like a woman sitting on his lap. Oh yeah, the weird person. It's like his. Yeah, and she's like, weird, "Hey, what, middle like middle aged yeah, white he's like, woman." And he's like, "Oh, I like you." And she's like, "Hey, could you let my father out of prison?" He's like, <laughs> what? And he's like, "No, I put him in there because he's. I put it. Oh, no, I put him in there. I'm not letting him out." What the fuck? And I'm like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" There's a lot of. Did I like, know? Did I imagine that? Did that really no, happen? That, no, that happened. Okay, that yeah. Happened. So I, I didn't make a note of that because I was drunk, and I'm like, I don't think this is. Ha- I and looking back, and I'm like, that that didn't happen. <laughs> it happened. So yeah, okay. Look, we've got through. That's the whole movie. Uh, that's I don't. Did what? you guys have anything that we've missed that you want to talk about? I've got like, some trivia about the movie. Okay. Okay. I, I like wanted to, to like, make a tally, so okay. doesn't pass the Bechdel test. Absolutely not. Passes the Alan Covert test. Correct, yeah. Well, yeah. Is that what okay, that's, so that's the important Are we one. combining this segment to, yeah, this movie is like test, it's like Bechdel test, bow, bow. Alan Covert test, Ding. Ding. Did have you? Has it passed the, the one in tribute to our friend? Are we going to mention that? Oh, okay. So, this is another question that I want to pose. Now, this may be edited out. Uh, we'll see. Uh, the question is... I mean, no names, it'll be fine. No, no the no question names. is... The question is... It, it is... Could you... 
Oh, well, like you can't get around saying the word. Could finger. you? No, and I'm happy to. I'm just trying and to. Get the it's already sworn. Could so you it's getting an explicit? Could one. you comfortably finger a girl or guy or yourself, whichever floats your boat, during this film? Like, would it make you uncomfortable yes. to engage in the act of fingering during this movie? Yes. Are we suggesting I don't know. that our friend was not uncomfortable when he did? Let's not talk about that. That's not the point. Yeah, this is this segment is just a tribute to a friend we will not name. Yeah. So, would you be uncomfortable? Doing a bit of fingering while watching this movie. I think I think this movie's fingerable because of all the ladybugs. I think, I, I think I, there's a lot of weird stuff that happens that would make weird, fingering But awkward. that's the thing, though. There's a lot of fucked shit in this movie that you don't give a fuck about. Yeah. So just... <laughs> oh, no, I also think that, like, yeah, you would... Just to get you through and your, it. You and your companion would get sick of it to the point where you would just be like, yeah... Let's do a bit of fingering. 100% agree. Right. Okay, I, so this I, is this is fingerable, guys. This is fingerable. This is our review of this movie. Bechtel test? No. Alan Covert test? Yes. yes. Fingerable? Yes. yes. Alright, so that's that's, that's one no Perfect. and two yes. And let's be honest, the yeses that count. We, yeah. got the, we got the ones that count. Yeah, okay. we got yeses for the test that On count. On to the uh, trivia. Okay, uh, there's not heaps, but uh, some interesting parts. Adam Sandler is so embarrassed by this film. Fair enough. <laughs> It is not listed on his filmography on his official site. It's on his IMDb, though. <laughs> it's on his IMDb. He and that's control what everyone that. looks at. Because yeah, that's what we went by. <laughs> Another fun piece of trivia. Adam Sandler enjoyed working on this movie so much due to it being his first leading actor appearance. He ate lunch with the director constantly, drank frequently with his co-actors, uh, and cried when he f- ended filming. Two days after production ended, he got so drunk with the director that they charged $2,000 to a hotel room. <laughs> On the end of one of the bills, it said, we, we won't charge you for the fecal stains on the mattress. We deal with those a lot. <laughs> Only the director recalls the story. Sandler denies it to this day. <laughs> Fair enough. This is the beginning of him becoming addicted so, to a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> so, he, he, he got a taste and he's I just want to point out, Adam Sandler legitimately shit the bed on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's wrap it up there. I, think, I don't think we're going to be able to finish this podcast any better than Roll the head theme! Um, so, 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 that, so, that was... This is our first... That's the end of I'll, episode I'll, one. I'll tentatively call it a test episode. Yeah. So, what are we, what are we going to be doing, guys? What, what, how do we surmise what's going to be the rest of the Adam Sandbox? We the Adam are Sandbox. going to watch every and no, we're going to watch 57 we said, no 57 films uh one down 56 to go good news guys we're getting through it uh basically we sort of set some and it is a little bit arbitrary to be honest uh we just because some movies we went no it's not a big enough role like there's anything where he's uncredited obviously we're not going to okay so the the idea is that we are going to sit down and watch in chronological order everything that we deem to be an Adam Sandler Correct. movie now that includes films uh that he was not even in, but was like an executive producer on. Like the the hand of Sandler is well and truly <laughs> present in those films. Uh, a lot of them are Rob Schneider movies, unsurprisingly. Uh, but yeah, we, and then we've also yeah, we've got some stuff in there. Like we've got the SNL best of uh, because that sounds actually enjoyable to watch. Uh, an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine because it's in the middle uh, between Grown Ups Two and Blended. It's for our sanity, really. So I just I'm, we're gonna need something in there like that. Ugh. Are we recommending that listeners follow along with us in the movies? Oh, they're like, gonna they make might it have optional. A, they might have a better understanding. Like next next episode is Airheads, which it's I have possibly, seen. Possibly, possibly, yes. I, I've got to check to see the release dates. Mix, mix nuts, maybe next. Well, let's oh, we'll right. leave that out. Let's let's, let's make a decision on which is next. Say it's that one, and then should we just, have? It doesn't fucking matter. Should Do you want to hang on? I'll look so it up right now. I'll look it up right now. Yeah. So we have some kind of way to determine whether or not it's worth watching, or like. How much this contributed to Adam Sandler's career, or like what worth we give. This it. was his. This was the start. This movie. I think if if we want to do that, this movie is absolutely skippable. This is a it false bears, start. It, it bears no significance to I, his later career. I disagree completely. Go on. I think watching this movie really shapes the rest of how Adam Sandler just lived his life. Like it's a framing device successfully for like why Adam Sandler is and has become the way that he is. I think so. I. I also there's not much as a movie. Fuck this movie. I just have a real problem recommending this on any (laughs) basis. From an academic level, studying Adam Sandler, I think this is required reading. Yes, but (laughs) we're the only ones that were doing that. I think that like yes, we definitely had to watch it. Anyone else out there? 
if you want to follow along, first of all, so, why? Why are you doing this? So what you're saying You've got better things to do and you know it. What Chris is saying is that it is fully advisable if you decide to do something that if is you hate entirely yourself. inadvisable. If you hate yourself, uh, then yeah, watch it. Okay, so no, Airheads is next, guys. So Airheads, which I have seen, it's got Brandon Fraser. Airheads is Brandon Fraser. Is, uh, is it got Steve Buscemi? I believe it's got Steve Buscemi. As well. Yes, Steve, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi is. It's yeah. the main characters are uh, Brendan Fraser, Adam Sandler, and Steve Buscemi. Uh, I haven't seen it in a number of years, but I remember enjoying the shit out of it. I remember enjoying it a lot. So Oliver, have you seen Airheads? A very long time ago. All right, I've never seen Airheads. Should I not watch this one? Do we reckon? Do we reckon it? We don't have to do that. Yeah, I think it's worth watching. Honestly, I it's do a think. Good movie. And this yeah. is, and again. This may not be the case because I haven't seen it in a while, but I think this genuinely might be worth watching. Um, well, it's also oh, it's also worth mentioning that uh, it might not be the four of us. Nick. Like, yeah. there is something yeah. of a rotating. We have, we have a bit of a. We have some other group. friends who may come in. Well, we have one that may uh, come in depending on his availabilities. Uh, we have another one. We can guarantee one, one episode to... that he will be involved in. Yes, but we'll, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's can we? Yeah, no, <laughs> yes, yeah. we can. So, um. Yeah, I think that's it for now. Like, uh, I, I, I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's been good. I don't think it's, I don't think it's uh, too self, uh, self, self-absorbed to say that this podcast was more enjoyable than the movie. The movie. I think, I think that uh, I could... I don't think it's too self-indulgent to say that this podcast is going to be the next serial. That being said, there Look, are others... It's good to have goals. My aim, uh, my <laughs> aim is, my goal is much simpler... There are other podcasts that have the same sort of thing we're doing. Oh, My aim is to be the best of I'd that. like to mention that, actually, um, for the record. So, when I was looking for this movie on iTunes to, to rent it, because, I yeah, I absolutely legally acquired this movie to watch it. Uh, <laughs> but I, looked, I was looking on iTunes to find it. 4 99 on iTunes. Yeah, it was 4 on iTunes to rent it, or 15 to buy. What a bargain. I paid <laughs> fucking money for this movie. <laughs> hey, Who would buy we, it? we all did. <laughs> um, anyway... Uh, I, I came across uh, two episodes, two po- separate podcasts that did an episode on going overboard this film uh, that are doing a very similar thing watching Adam Sandler movies I would just like to say that uh, we thought about this idea and actually recorded an episode of a well a episode in theory of us going through the list and coming up with this list um, we had no idea there were other, the other uh, like we had this idea independently kind and of awfully defensive there Luke. <laughs> no, I, no 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 it was, no, it was, it was no idea I'm I am just saying well, this is a classic idea I like, am, everyone's had this I idea I am just saying it is it is merely an idea that we had independently we are in no way stealing any of the legitimate creative content that could be in any way assessed as intellectual property rights we I'm so glad we have not lawyer oh. as part of the group no but this is I want to say this we have not listened to the other podcast and and we will not be doing so. So any accusations that we're ripping anyone else off is uh, just not true. And you shouldn't listen to them either. But yeah. <laughs> do leave bad reviews on them. I'm not going to. I'm not going to condone that. I would either. prefer that you just listen to us and enjoy it. Hopefully, and uh, we will. And if nah, we, review our podcast on their podcast. <laughs> and we may. <laughs> Hey, you guys, This I don't know about this podcast, but there's another podcast with a similar premise that you should check out. <laughs> this is Berg's good. <laughs> yeah, so, so I, yeah. I think, uh, I just want to say thanks for listening to whoever's listening. Yes. You guys wanna... Thanks, Mum. No, Mum doesn't know how to use iTunes. <laughs> no, fuck no. <laughs> mum doesn't, mum doesn't, mum doesn't know how to use a listen to podcasts. My parents are not proud of Adam me Sandler. or my decisions. <laughs> thanks, uh, Tim. <laughs> Probably... <laughs> Maybe Tim. Tim. Thanks. Maybe Yogi, probably. Emmett, Emmett might listen to it. <laughs> he he won't. probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, see you guys right. next week with Airheads. Uh, I'll give Chris the final sign out. Uh, Say something witty. Alright, uh, see you next week in the Adam Sandbox. Let's go smash a bon. Hey Chris. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey Chris. Ah!